one of the things I want to say, he's been a, just a tremendous inspiration for me. I'm battling prostate cancer. And when I was uh, first diagnosed, I had talked to Dave about it. And he gave me some inspirational words that I live by. And I, I have it on my iPad. I've shared it with other people. And it just, I mean, it brings tears to my eyes just thinking about it right now. Because Dave, I mean, you, you go back and you, you got to find little things to hang your hat on when you're making some minor progress in your treatment. And Dave's, Dave's been there for me. I mean, I could call him and talk to him about stuff. And being a pharmacist, you know, I didn't know all this stuff about the different chemo meds I'm on and everything else, hormone therapy. But Dave's a resource. So for me, my friendship with Dave, I, the running is this big. It's, it's everything else. I mean, as a, as a, as a, as a human as a man who uh, is there for me. And, uh, you know, it's, you talk about the inspiration part of it. Yes. Uh, my running, you know, running with Dave, we've done several marathons together. We just had a great time together. Um, he, he's just a great individual and I can't say enough about him. It's just, uh, I'm so happy you guys are doing this. But, um, yeah. Something really quick about me. I I've been a, a pharmacist now at the same place for about 40 years. Um, that's why not hospital. It's part of the Henry Ford system. Um, we're in Michigan, if, if you're not certain of that, but maybe talk about your feelings about having to do the events, not just for yourself, but for the better good of people. So why don't you share that with us? Yeah, so boy, I remember years ago, it was probably 1999, um, I decided doing a 5K. You know, and the reason why I was I did a 5K is because they had a, a great shirt that uh, that you get if you do the race. And that was kind of how I judged all the races, you know, how good the the shirt was. But, uh, you know, you graduate from 5K to 10K. Then you're doing a, a half marathon, a marathon. And it's like, boy, you know, this thing called triathlon, that seems kind of cool. Um, so we'll give that a try. And uh back in the day nobody knew much about triathlon they didn't know what it was um much less you know iron man um but there were a couple people around around down river here uh south of detroit that had actually done one so i was kind of like a sponge and i i tapped them for their information and um yeah next thing you know i uh, i did a half and um I, I bumped it up a notch and, and tried the fall. And boy, that, that was about the best decision I've ever made. And not so much because of the race, but because of everything that uh, came along with it. It's just been uh, an incredible ride. How many full Ironman triathlons have you done? Uh, this year, I, I'm signed up to do Ironman Florida. And this will be number 15, 2003, uh, down in Panama City Beach. Um, and that was so great. It, it was kind of life-changing. Um, I finished the race, uh, and back then you were able to, you know, bring, you know, one of your, your kids or somebody important with you across the finish line. And I'll never forget, Jim, um, I brought my mom and my son, Alex, who was shorter than my mom at the time. And it was still one of the greatest things. I, I just remember to my mom, who at that time was, uh, 78, 79, just running alongside me, you know, on, on Thomas Drive, you know, saying how proud she was and to get that opportunity to take her over the, the finish line. I'll, I'll never forget that. Now you, uh, you got a new team member, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in, in a 
roundabout way at one of your Ironman events in Lake Placid. Why don't you tell us about how you met Pat LaFontaine and how that impacted your feelings about Ironman and your feelings about helping others? Yeah, boy. Um, you know, back in, uh, well, my first Ironman was 2003. And um, I didn't race in 2004 and then decided in 2005, well, I'm going to do Lake Placid and I'm going to do Ironman Florida. I'm going to do two in one year. So um, the whole family, we went to Lake Placid and that's a challenging course. That's much more challenging than Florida. And, um, you know, I finished up the race and in the the area where the athletes go to kind of refuel, there's some food and some drinks there. I see Pat and I had heard that Pat was racing. And, you know, if you're from Detroit, you're a hockey fan, you follow the Red Wings. And, you know, I had season tickets for, for umpteen years. I, I saw Pat play at, at the Joe so many times. And uh, it's like, well, okay, you know, if, if I run into him, I'm, I'm gonna say hi. But uh, yeah, so I saw Pat and he was with, uh, I, I wanna say maybe Bobby D. Uh, there was a couple people and I, I just said, hey, Pat LaFontaine, you know, I'm Dave Zarin. I'm from, I'm from south of Detroit. I know, you know, you grew up in Waterford and I just wanna say, you know, congratulations getting to the finish line. And, and uh, you know, Pat kind of gave me 10 minutes of his time. I couldn't believe it. He, you know, he asked, well, how, how was my race? and you know, he's asking me about me. So fast forward it to 2006, um, says, you know, I'm, I'm just a guy who wants to raise money for, you know, the Companions and Courage. I, I did my due diligence. Uh, I got the opportunity to, to meet Pat and it's for kids. You know, what more, you know, could I ask for? Um, I'm at a place I never thought I'd be, you know, here I was back in the mid eighties watching Pat at the Joe um, play hockey and then fast forward that, you know, 20 years and, and I'm racing with them at, at an Ironman race. So, uh, one of the, the great things that came out of that relationship with yourself and Graham and Pat was Ironman Florida donated a lion's den room to Bay Medical Center in Panama City Beach as kind of a way to thank the volunteers who over all of the years had supported Ironman in, in Panama City. And you got a chance to go to the room opening. What was that like? Yeah, it, um, it, it was incredible. And we went in uh, 2007 and um, we it kind of said that, okay, you know, companions encouraged, you know, through Graham and the Iron Man, they're they're gonna put this lion's den in, you know, Bay Medical. Um, and it should be ready by 2008. And for that uh, one year, and we were able to go see the opening and um, boy, that was moving. It was moving it, um, to see some kids, um, to see what I was, probably representing and that was a part of now uh it had a lot more meaning well the thing that was kind of neat is that you kind of took the whole story about giving back for endurance events back to your tri club and your bicycle clubs and things back in michigan and what were some of the things that you did locally 
to help bring awareness and maybe open some people's eyes to the power of doing something like an Ironman for a bigger cause. Yeah, so I mean, I, you know, 2006, um, you know, I raised money and it kind of got people's attention, you know, not just to, to Ironman, to a, to a race, a triathlon, but for the cause. And, you know, nobody had heard of uh, Companions and Courage, uh, what the Lion's Dens were. And, um, and Jim, you know him, uh, Paul Rogers. Paul came up to me and says, let's do something great for Companions and Courage. You know, I want to I wanna help out. And I says, okay, what are you thinking? He says, well, let's have a golf tournament. And I said, a golf tournament? I, I don't even golf. I don't know much about it, but if you think we could do it, you know, let's, let's dive in. Let's go, you know, full throttle. And um, so especially that first year, there was just Paul and I, and we had to come up with sponsors. We had to come up with a golf course, um, you know, make certain that, that the day that we had chosen, uh, Pat was able to come into town, you know, um, and honestly, to this day, I don't know how it worked, but we had it at, uh, I think it was called Burning Tree, and there was maybe 30, maybe 40 people golfing. Most of them were, were relatives and, and whatnot, and, you know, Pat came, and um, Pat made an impression on a couple people, and that got them interested in, in the golf outing. So after that, that first year, I think we went four more years. I think we had five consecutive years that we held the golf tournament. And, and each year it got a little bit bigger. Um, we had more people involved and we were able to, to involve the Team Frazier. Uh, so we had Team Frazier people that were on the different halls. They were um, greeting people. Uh, they were doing all the registering. Uh, my mother-in-law jumped in and helped. My, my kids were helping. It was a family thing. And, you know, you came into all these, you know, Pat came in, uh, Pat's dad, Pat's brother, you know, Pat's son, Daniel. So, I mean, it really emphasized not just, you know, we're here to raise money. We're here to be with family. We're here to be with friends. And as Pat says, you know, we're here to, to help, you know, sick kids. I know there was at least one or two members of Team Fraser that came to New York and did uh, the New York City Marathon. Right. And raise money for Companions and Courage. That, there was so much gratification. Uh, and, you know, a friend, Steve Kowalski, you know, came up and, and he wanted some info because he knew that I had been involved with the Companions and Courage and he was looking to do the same. I'm Steve Kowalski. I'm from Trenton, Michigan. And um, I've known Dave for about uh, probably about six, seven years now. Um, I got to know him through one of the marathons that we ran together, of course. I didn't run it with him. He's, he's too fast for me. And, you know, and we just got to know each other through there. I started following him on Facebook. And after a while, um, I saw that he was running uh, for charities. And I asked him what the charity was all about. And he told me that it was Companions and Courage and how, what a great, great charity it was. He got to uh, run it and he got to meet Pat LaFontaine and uh, Jim. And through the different uh, charities, he was able to provide for the kids in uh, the uh, hospitals who had um, cancer. And um, I thought, what a great, great guy he is. 
So I asked him a little bit more about it. And after a while, um, I got accepted to the New York City Marathon. Um, and I thought, you know what? New York City, Pat LaFontaine, Companions and Courage, what a great, great opportunity this is. Because you know what? I'm lucky. I've got a daughter. She's 10. She's as healthy as can be. And I got to thinking, you know what? How about those parents? How about those kids who don't have that opportunity? So I started asking Dave about it. And after a while, um, I got to know Pat. Um, and what a great, great opportunity it was. Um, $100 here, $100 there, ended up with, uh, I think it was a little over $1,000 if I remember right. And um, just a great opportunity as I crossed the finish line in New York City and saw everything happen. I thought, you know, this is what it should be about. It shouldn't be about me running a marathon. It should be about the kids that we can help. And that's, that's the underlying message is that it's not about you, even though you run alone on these marathons. It's about who you can take with you. But yeah, Steve, they had so much support here uh, from, he's a, he's a teacher in Trenton, which is the, the city south of, of me right now. And his kids gave him a great send off. And I think it, it, he took that back to his class and to his students and, and used that as a lesson that nobody is too small to make a difference. And, and I think sometimes kids need that reinforcement that just because you're young doesn't mean that you can't have tremendous impact. So, you know, find a cause that's important to you. And, you know, if you need help, ask somebody how to do it like Steve did with you. And then you introduced them to us. And I think that's a very important lesson, but I want, I want to take it even beyond because I think it's every Ironman's, you know, wish and dream to get to Kona. So the championships in Kona, Hawaii. So tell us about your opportunity to get to Kona and what that experience was like. Yeah. So, I mean, for those that aren't familiar with Kona, I mean, Kona is the, it's the Stanley Cup of triathlon. It's the Super Bowl. It's the World Series. Um, I believe only 1% of triathletes will ever get to Kona and it's, it's a world championship. Um, and I believe we're probably in the 42nd, 43rd year now. Uh, but it's always on the big Island in Kona and it's the most challenging course that you throw in the, the heat, the humidity, the wind and the Hills. And it's definitely worthy of a, a world championship. So um, the problem is you have to qualify and 99% of the people aren't fast enough to qualify. So they have a program called the legacy program where if you've done 12 or more, you have not done that. They give you your opportunity to get to Kona, which I think is phenomenal. Um, so I was so excited when I, I got the word that I was able to to, and this is back in 2015, to go to Kona. It was a dream come true. Honestly, there's probably not a day that goes by that I don't relive that. Uh, it's just an incredible feeling. Um, so I went there, I, my family was with me. It was absolutely incredible. Um, I was wearing my green Fraser jersey, so I took my teammates along. Uh, and then I took my, my CIC family with me too. And I still have this, there's some pictures of it, but at the finish line, I have a big CIC banner with the logo. 
And, you know, all, all the iron people from the CIC signed it for me. And I took that across the finish line. So I took my family, I took the CIC, I took Frazier and everybody who supported me and the CIC, you know, throughout those years to at that time, I called the finished line. You set out to test your own limits with an Ironman and it evolved into something where you've developed friendships with Pat LaFontaine, you know, you've, 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 You've really explored new territory. You've made a tremendous difference in many people's lives that you've never met. Just talk to us a little bit about how important the evolution of Dave Zaring from just an athlete to uh, a person who, who gets it. You know, I mean, when you break down an Ironman, it's, it's swim, bike, run, right? And the things that we take for granted to be able to, to run, to be able to ride a bike or jump in a pool and swim, a lot of people don't have that, you know. Uh, here, I'm 60 years old and I'm still concerned of how I'm going to shave, you know, two minutes off my time here or there when there's so many people that, you know, aren't going to be able to get up tomorrow, get out of bed and walk or even get into a pool you know, without assistance. So boy, that really put everything in perspective. So yeah, so something I'm, I'm very proud of. Um, this that I'm holding this from 2008 and it's one of the top fundraisers. Um, and I was honored at, uh, it was the Ironman that ironically Pat and I did together. Uh, I was able to go up and get this and I have this on display every day. I look at this every day just to let me know that, um, that what I've done, it, it, it was a group effort. It started at is what we call the, the grassroots level, that anybody could do this. And um, how we could raise money and change the lives of other people, whether it's sick kids, whether it's any other charity, uh, everybody has it in them. And um, I, I never realized the the kindness and the generosity of my friends, my families, people I don't even know that were, were donating. And I'm, I'm humbled by it. And I look at this every day and it reminds me that there's a lot of people left fortunate to be humble and to support everybody else.
had a great time together. Um, he, he's just a great individual, and I can't say enough about him. It's just uh, I'm so happy you guys are doing this. 